This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australia's weather is influenced by many climate drivers. The most important climate drivers in Australia include El Niño and La Niña, which have the strongest influence on year-to-year climate variability for most of the country. El Niño and La Niña events are a natural part of the global climate system. La Niña is typically associated with higher-than-average rainfall across much of Australia, particularly inland eastern and northern regions, sometimes causing floods. El Niño is typically associated with reduced rainfall in northern and eastern Australia. They are part of a natural cycle known as the El Niño Southern Oscillation, ENSO, explains Professor Scott Power, Director of the Centre for Applied Climate Sciences at the University of Southern Queensland. The El Niño Southern Oscillation is the term scientists give to a naturally occurring oscillation in the climate system. It consists of three different phases. Probably the most famous is El Niño. Another one is La Niña, which we're in at the current time. And then there's also a neutral phase when not much is happening. El Niño and La Niña occur when the Pacific Ocean and the atmosphere above it change from their neutral, normal state for several reasons, says Professor Power, who's also an adjunct professor at the School of Earth, Atmosphere and Environment at Monash University. During El Niño, the oceans tend to warm up in the central and eastern Pacific, and the ocean tends to cool off a little bit to the north of Australia and um, over in the waters around Southeast Asia. And those changes in the ocean have a really profound impact on the overlying atmosphere. So the trade winds tend to get weaker and the convection and the rainfall tends to move away from Southeast Asia and north of Australia to the east away. So northern Australia, Southeast Asia tend to dry out and parts further east tend to get wetter. La Niña is the opposite ENSO phase to El Niño, explains Professor Power. La Niña, which is what we're in at the moment, tends to do the opposite. So the waters north of Australia and in Southeast Asia tend to warm up, and that attracts lots of rainfall, and so things tend to get wetter. And as those ocean waters warm up, the sea level actually starts to rise. So during La Niña, you tend to see more rainfall, higher sea levels, and um, more mild temperatures. Neutral is in the middle of the continuum in which Equatorial Pacific Sea Surface Temperatures, SST, are generally close to average. However, there are some occasions when the ocean can look like it is in an El Niño or La Niña state, but the atmosphere is not reacting, or vice versa. Because ENSO involves interaction between the ocean and the atmosphere, and both of which reinforce changes in each other, it is known as a coupled ocean-atmosphere phenomenon. What happens is that um, if you get a small amount of warming for whatever reason in the Western Pacific, that gives rise to stronger winds, and those winds push more warm water towards the west. So it's like this positive feedback. So even tiny little changes, because of this positive feedback mechanism that operates in the tropical Pacific, small little starting points can grow and grow and grow and grow. That's what happens with La Nina and El Nino. However, it's a very irregular oscillation, explains Professor Power. You might have an El Nino this year, and next year you might have a La Nina or a neutral year, or you might even have another El Nino. It flips from one of those phases to another very irregularly. 
And each of those phases tend to last around about 12 months. Some last longer, some last for a shorter period, but on average, around about 12 months. These events get started because the climate system in the tropics is unstable, says Professor Power. Around about half of all years are El Nino neutral years when there's not much happening. Then you can get around one quarter of years are La Nina and the other quarter are El Nino. So one in four years El Nino, one in four years La Nina and two in four years neutral years as a rough average. The Australian Bureau of Meteorology monitors and reports on a range of ENSO indicators. They include short-term bursts of tropical rainfall activity, water temperatures at the sea surface and at depth, ocean heat content, the Southern Oscillation Index, atmospheric air pressure, cloudiness, the strength of the trade winds and ocean currents. So what is the Southern Oscillation Index? It measures the difference in surface air pressure between Tahiti and Darwin, explains Dr Lynette Bettio, a senior climatologist in the Operational Climate Services team at the Bureau of Meteorology. The Southern Oscillation Index is actually the atmospheric part of the El Nino and La Nina events. When we talk about ENSO, it actually stands for El Nino Southern Oscillation, just really indicating that it's really important for the sea surface temperatures and the atmosphere to be acting together. We've been actually able to see, well, um, when the Southern Oscillation is either really strongly positive values or strongly negative values, that it actually goes with those phases of El Nino and La Nina and impacts Australian rainfall. Although most of the major Australian droughts have been associated with El Nino events, widespread drought is certainly not guaranteed when an El Nino is present. During the bushfires that scorched much of Australia in 2019, an additional factor was at play, the Indian Ocean Dipole, another climate phenomenon that influences rainfall patterns around the Indian Ocean, including Australia. There are three phases of the IOD, positive, negative and neutral. On average, each phase lasts three to five years. A negative Indian Ocean dipole leads to more rain, explains Agus Santoso, a senior research associate at the Climate Change Research Centre and a CSIRO adjunct science leader. Indian Ocean dipole is a phenomenon that is similar to ENSO, but it's occurring in the Indian, Indian Ocean side. So the positive phase of the Indian Ocean Dipole is when the sea surface temperature in the eastern side of the Indian Ocean, just to the west of Australia and Indonesia, it becomes colder than normal. And when that happens, it tends to lead to drier conditions over southeast Australia. The southern annular mode is another important driver of rainfall variability in Australia, particularly in southern Australia. It's also known as the Antarctic Oscillation. The Southern Annular Mode is an atmospheric condition which controls the location of the westerly winds over the Southern Ocean, storms over the Southern Ocean, southern part of Australia, like Tasmania. So during the positive phase of Southern Annular Mode, the storm threads move southward. So the southern part of Australia tends to be drier. But when that happens, uh, it actually allows more winds coming from the east blowing towards southeastern part of Australia that bring in moisture that can lead to rainfall. When this is combined with La Nina, it can lead to more intense rain. 
Dr. Power says climate change needs to be taken into consideration as well as an added factor to all these key drivers. In addition to natural variability like El Nino Southern Oscillation, we've also got human-forced climate change operating in the background. And so all of these variability associated with ENSO and other things is occurring now on the top of long-term warming, on the top of long-term increases in sea level across the globe, including around Australia. So in order to understand what's happening, you have to take into account not only the natural variability, but also what climate change is doing to um, all of those climate variables. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.